Welcome to the Alien Adventures of Finn Caspian, where Bebop's the best and Jonathan gets the treasure chest. Hey, all right. Yeah, that was great. I know, right, Bebop? Yeah. Wow, that was from Lily, who's seven, from Medford, Massachusetts. That's a great catchphrase, and I think Lily is a real bridge builder here. What do you mean, Jonathan? Well, I mean, you get to be called the best. Which I am. Sure. And I get a treasure chest. I've always wanted a treasure chest. In fact, this season is all about magic and pirates and all that sort of stuff. A treasure chest is perfect. Thanks so much, Lily. Maybe Lily should go into politics. She could be my vice president. Actually, I think you should be her vice president, Bebop. We'll negotiate. (laughs) All right. Well, we have a lot to cover this week. We had a riddle at the end of the last episode that I was very proud of and that pretty much every kid around the world solved immediately. (laughs) That's always how it is, Jonathan. I know, but this one, the answers came in fast and furious. We had a hundred something kids answer this one correctly. And you're going to read every name, right? Yes, I am going to read every name. But first, let's hear what the answer was. Hi, our names are Annika and Samantha, and the answer is stars. Yep, knew it. Stars. Yeah, I know, Bebop. I know. Everybody knew it, apparently. All right, Jonathan, you said you were going to read every single name. All right, here we go. Ezekiel, who's nine, and Miles, who's seven. Stone, from Syracuse, New York. Cameron, who's ten, from Perth, Australia. Leo, Luca, Owen, who's seven, from Concord, Massachusetts. Zahara, from Long Island, New York. Happy belated birthday to Zahara. David and Andrew, from San Francisco. Abby, who's eight, from Fayetteville, North Carolina. Our old pal, Amelia Shriver. Liam, from Ontario. Jasper, from Las Vegas, Nevada. Tian Bo, from Vancouver, Canada. Katinka, Edith and Eloise, from Switzerland. Silas and Linus, from Auckland, New Zealand. Oliver and Graham, from Budapest, Hungary. Aiden, from Raleigh, North Carolina. Rosie, from Shutesbury, Massachusetts, who had a lot of really creative answers, including pizza, which is always kind of the answer to everything. Meira, who's seven, from Beacon, New York. Ren, who's six, from Quebec City, Canada. Benjamin and Elizabeth, from Taunton, in England. Gavin, who's seven from Durham and Maine, Dylan and Tegan from Las Vegas, Nevada, Andrew and Haley from Charleston, South Carolina, Ash and Keys, who had a really cool answer, which was Shadows, which was really cool. I like that one too. Sophia, who's 11, and Nicholas, who's eight from Seattle, Washington. Lorelai, who's seven from Jamaica Plain, Massachusetts. Jack, who's six from Skokie, Illinois. Our pal Adam from Chicago. Ajax, Cyrus, who's six, and Ellery, who's 10 from Haydenville. Trafon from South St. Paul, Minnesota. Finn, who's nine from Westland, Michigan. Annika, who's six from Linwood, Washington. Elliot, who's seven from Springfield, Virginia. Jesse from Long Beach, California. Carson, who's 12 from Louisville, Kentucky. Piper, who's seven, and Leland, who's five. Webb and Adelaide, who are eight from Denver, Colorado. Elijah and Dominic from Haverhill, Massachusetts. Our pal Cecile. Noah, who's 10, and Sammy, who's six from Vancouver, British Columbia. Aaron, who's eight from Hollywood, Florida. Our pal Lila, who's 12. Our pals Micah and Idan, Georgia and Camila from Houston, Owen who's 6, Christian from Crescent View, Colorado, Lachlan who's 10 from Alexandria, Virginia, Cora who's 8 from Texas, our pal Gabe, Frida who's 11 from Wellington, New Zealand, happy belated birthday Frida, Simon who's 7, and Tsunadi who's 5, Daria who's 7 from Cape Town, South Africa, and Kara who's 7 from Oregon. Yeah, Jonathan, I think you should try a little harder next time. <laughs> All right, thanks, Bebop. All right, well, let's get into it. If you remember what happened in the last episode, Finn was stuck in the magical in-between. One of those little bug bots gave his friends a riddle to try to free him from the magical in-between. What happens this week on the Alien Adventures of Finn Caspian? We'll find out in Season 5, Episode 8, Hammer Time. said Elias. Finn is our codebreaker. They come to witness the night without being called. A sailor's guide and a traveler's relief. Then they are lost to sight each day 
without so much as the hand of a thief. That's it? said Valet. It's stars. It's obviously stars that are there every night. They guide sailors and then are gone during the day. Come on. I thought you guys were like wizards or something. Shouldn't you have made this a little more difficult? Aren't you supposed to be wise? Wrong, said the little robot. What, said Valet. The answer is obviously stars. No, it isn't, said the little robot. Okay, then what is it, said Valet. What's the real answer? The robot paused for a moment. Sorry, I'm just checking my notes. It says here the answer is actually stairs. Stairs is the correct answer, so sorry you got it wrong. What? said Valet. Give me a break. You're reading it wrong. Look again. It's stars. Nope. Stairs. Stairs are a sailor's guide? Could be like stairs to the top of a lighthouse. And stairs disappear every day, said Valet. You don't know. Stairs are a traveler's relief. Come on. Everyone knows if you're traveling and you come to some steep stairs, that's not a relief. What if the stairs were going down, said the robot. That would be a relief. You didn't think of that, did you? No, said Valet. I definitely didn't. But... I did think of the answer to your silly riddle. Now, can we have our friend back? Silly? I thought it was pretty clever. Traveler's relief? That kind of shows the heart of a poet, really. No, it doesn't, said Valet. Now, you promised to give us back Finn, so give him back. Fine, said the robot. Lift up that cloak and you will find him once more. But do it correctly, or a surprise is in store. More riddles, said Paige. Come on. Come on, Elias. Just lift up that cloak, and let's get Finn back. Okay, said Elias. But he said to do it correctly. What does that mean? Elias picked up the edge of the cloak and lifted it slowly up from the bench. But... There was no more Finn. There were his boots, definitely his legs in his spacesuit, but right around the waist, his body faded away, like he was stuck in a cloud. Except there was nothing there. What the? said Elias. Oh no, I cut Finn in half. I told you to be careful, said the robot. You only have one chance to lift the cloak. And if you don't do it all at once, do it correctly, you don't get everything. Don't worry, your friend is not in pieces. He's just half here and half in the magical in-between. The kids all stared at Finn's legs. They weren't moving. Tickle him, Elias, said Paige. See if he responds. No way! I'm not tickling Finn's legs when the rest of him isn't here, said Elias. That's weird. I'm barely not throwing up as it is. I'll do it, said Valet. He grabbed Finn's calf and tickled the back of his knee. The boot came up and kicked Valet in the space helmet. 
laughed Paige. Yep, that's Finn. So how do we get the rest of him back? Said Abigail. You! She pointed at the little robot floating outside of the pod. Tell me, now. All will become clear. Now, all of you, under the cloak. The explorers all looked at each other. If you want your friend back, you will follow him under that cloak. It's not that we don't want Finn back, exactly, said Paige. Well, you tricked him under there, and then you said you would free him if we solved your puzzle, and we did. But he's only halfway out, which feels like another trick, so how can we trust you? I said I would test you, and you passed, said the robot. Now, to retrieve the rest of your friend, you'll have to join him. Fine said Abigail. This is all so weird, but I don't want to fly around in a spaceship with Finn's legs. Abigail picked up the cloak. See ya, she said, and tossed it over her head. It dropped to the floor, and she was gone. Last one out is a rotten egg, said Vale and he threw the cloak up into the air and then jumped into it, the cloak falling empty to the floor. I hate being the rotten egg, said Elias, as he drooped the cloak over his head and disappeared. Uh, guys, said Paige, don't have any hands here. Finn, yelled Abigail. Finn, Finn, are you here? Abigail, said Finn. What are you doing here? Abigail, Elias, and Vale had all tumbled into the blackness. None of them could see each other, but they all quickly felt around and held hands. I'm glad you guys are here, said Finn. This is some place called the Magical In-Between, and I don't mean to freak you guys out, but I don't know where my legs are. They're not cut off. They don't hurt. I can feel them. But I don't think they're here with me. I think I just felt a spider crawl up my leg. Yeah, we know all about that, said Vale. Your legs are back on the pod, and that spider was kind of me tickling you. The kids explained to Finn what had happened. And none of you thought to grab onto my legs before putting the cloak over your own heads? Said Finn. Oh, yeah. That would have been a good idea, said Elias. So what do we do now, said Abigail. It's so black here, I can't see anything. Where are we supposed to go? There was some creepy guy talking a minute ago, said Finn. But I haven't heard anything since. And by the way, have you guys seen Paige? What was that, said Finn. It's me said Paige. You guys forgot that I couldn't put a cloak over myself because I have no body, so I had to get help from that little robot. It was humiliating. I had to go back into one of Elias's canisters, and then the robot threw the cloak over me. But I did have him put me on top of Finn's legs first, so you should have those back now. Awesome, Paige. Thanks for my legs, said Finn. Sure, said Paige. Now... Can you let me out of this thing? Finn picked up the tank and released Paige. 
magical in-between lit up. They were now in a bright, brilliant world with an orange sun, green grass, small huts and cabins that looked like something out of a fantasy novel and winding roads through rolling hills. And what's more, they found they were standing in some sort of line. There were all kinds of creatures queuing up, waiting to get into one cabin in particular. Standing in front of the explorers was a floating, transparent alien, nearly invisible, but for two bones that crossed in the middle of its chest and a flaming head. Behind them was a shape-shifting alien that was clearly showing off, turning into something that looked like a dog, then a bush, then a small house. What is going on here? said Abigail. Where are we? And why are we waiting in line? I I can tell you that, said a voice coming from the ground. The kids all looked down and saw a small crab-like alien that had one long arm with a hammer at the end of it. You are all here to apply to be a part of Crab Hammer's crew, the mightiest space pirates in all of, well, you know, space. Who's Crab Hammer? said Vale. The little crab looked at Vale angrily and waved his hammer in the air. Oh, I get it, said Vale. I'm sorry, said Finn. Crab Hammer? Captain Crab Hammer to you. Right, sorry. Captain Crab Hammer? How did we get here? We were all stuck in something called the magical in-between. And now suddenly we're here and we're going to try out to be pirates? Not suddenly, my friend, said Captain Crabhammer. Everything you've done has led up to this place. Every pirate worth her space salt has to travel in the magical in-between. But you'll never get anywhere if you don't have a little magic of your own. And I see that you have more than a little. Crabhammer waved his hammer in the direction of Paige, who, on this planet, was back in human form, but glowing like a nightlight. You mean, I got us out of the magical in-between? said Paige. Arr, you're still in it, said Crabhammer. But thanks to your magic, you can pass through it safely. Okay, just so we're clear, said Abigail, we're not pirates. I, me neither, said Crabhammer, winking at Abigail and laughing to himself. No, said Abigail, we're really not pirates. Nobody hears a pirate, said Crabhammer, winking again. Who hears a pirate? Not me. No way. Pirate, ick. Laughed all of the pirates. No, really, said Abigail. We're explorers. Aye, me too. I just like to explore, said Crabhammer. And he burst out laughing again, and all the rest of the pirates all laughed and cried out. Listen, kids. You've had something stolen from you, right? And you want it back, right? Well, the only way to steal from a pirate is to be a pirate. Know how they think, how they plot and scheme. Know their weaknesses. The pirates who robbed your ship is a nasty crew. And the only way you'll get back what you want is to have a crew that's even nastier. So, was that you? 
talking to me when we were in the dark? said Finn. No, no, that's my quartermaster. I'm sorry for all that. He thought if you recognized his voice, you'd never come along. Crabhammer motioned for the kids to step out of line. They followed the little crab as he scampered toward the cabin, holding his hammer up to any alien who voiced anger that the kids were cutting the line. Er, come on inside, said Crabhammer, opening the door. The kids all ducked into the small house. Oh no, not him, said Finn. Nope, nope, canceled, everything is canceled. <laughs> I see the Marlow is still growing cowards, said Boggus. Let's see how you do in the first pirate trial. All right, I am here with my son and my editor, Griffin Messenger. Happy Thanksgiving, Griff. Hi, hi, hello. <laughs> I knew it, I knew it, I knew it, I knew it, no, I knew it. Well, okay, what did you know? Bogus. You knew that it was going to be Bogus? Yep. I thought it was going to be Bogus or B, and I'll ask that question a little later. Yeah, well, you, we could talk about it right now. It's okay. Yeah, so you were wondering, you had asked me previously what had happened with Bogus and Bean, right? Yeah. And now we see Bogus is here. Yeah. In the magical in between, which has now been lit up by Paige's light. Yeah. So, all right. What what questions do you have for me? Well, um, first of all, did you like the episode? Yeah. Yeah, you were uh, you were laughing about the uh, the riddle a little bit, the robot <laughs> yeah. trying to pretend like Bali <laughs> didn't solve it. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> all right. So so tell me what you what questions do you have? Uh, what happened to Bean? What happened to Bean? No spoilers, but maybe Bean is out there somewhere. Probably still on the Marlow, maybe. Ooh, maybe. I don't know. We'll find out. Yeah, probably next episode. What other questions do you have? Who's this little crab guy? Crabhammer? <laughs> yeah. Captain Crabhammer? <laughs> yeah. He's a fearsome pirate, obviously. Uh, Yeah, but he said, I'm not a pirate. Well, yeah, but he's just joking because like, a pirate would never admit to being a pirate. Yeah. So that was kind of like the, the joke that they were making. So I should say that, that Crabhammer, I want to give credit where credit is due. That came from Character Club. Crabhammer was a character created by Gideon from Swarthmore, Pennsylvania. I also remember a little crab guy if you were there at our um, live show. Yeah, there's a crab character in the yeah. live show. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, the shape-shifting alien that was also in line, that is Blobby, which was a character from Character Club that his sister Scarlet from Swarthmore, Pennsylvania. She submitted that. So we're this getting a pirate crew together is a good opportunity to get some character club characters into the story. So I'm excited to do that. Yeah. You had a you had one last question, I think. What's the trial? <laughs> What's the trial? Yeah, so it sounds like they're going to have to pass some more tests to get on to the pirate's crew. If they even want to get onto a pirate's crew. I don't know if they do or not. Nope, they definitely do not. But that might be the only way to get their robots back. Probably. All right. Any other questions, thoughts? Uh, no. Okay. Well, I'm not going to ask you what time it is because I don't want to <laughs> know what time is on the clock. <laughs> and I'm just going to say it's art time. It's seven something maybe. All right. I want to say thanks to Lexi, who is five and three quarters, and Logan, who is three and a half, Dove from Rosslyn, British Columbia in Canada, 
Connell, who's eight, and Kinley, who is six, Evelyn, who is eight, Annabelle from Tulsa, Oklahoma, Celia, who is six, May and Bo in Utah, Genevieve, who is seven, from Silver Spring, Maryland, Amelia, who is five, from Seattle, Washington, Xavier, who is six, from Boston, Massachusetts, Jasper, Carson, Aaron, who is eight, from Hollywood, Florida, Serafina, who is 12, and Nora, who is five, from Brooklyn, New York. Thank you all so much. And now, Griffin, it is... Hmm. Nope! <laughs> no! <laughs> Don't look at the clock! <laughs> joke time! Where's the clock? <laughs> All right, and then for jokes this week, we got some really awesome jokes emailed to us by a brother-sister team, Ethan and Audrey Ham. I'm just going to read a couple of them, but they gave us a whole bunch of great jokes. Audrey's joke is, What did the alien spider say? Welcome to my webula in the nebula. <laughs> and then Ethan's joke is, where do aliens go to see all of the animals? They go to the Zupiter on Jupiter. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you both so much. And now we have a joke from our friend Fiona. Take it away, Fiona. I am Fiona. I'm seven years old from Sausalito. And I have a joke. How does a space alien fight a cold with his uh, moon system. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you all so much for all those awesome jokes. Griffin, anything else you want to talk about today? We'll feature some more character clubs soon. Yep. And we have we got our first submissions to deleted scenes. Yep. We got some good suggestions, so we're going to start working on those yep. deleted scenes. Mm-hmm. Yep. My idea totally not his idea at all. <laughs> I, I said that. I said that was your idea. Yeah. I gave you credit. Thank you. All right. Well, I think if that's it, Griff, then if you're in the U.S. right now, we want to say... Happy Thanksgiving! Yeah. And if you're not in the U.S., we're thankful for you being our listeners, too. And uh, I think anything else you want to talk about, Griff? No, I think we're good. All right. Well, then what do you want to say? Bye-bye. See ya! <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. See ya, everybody. Thanks for joining us again this week. Thank you so much for all the awesome jokes, all the great art, all the catchphrases, which we're going to keep trying out all season long. Thanks to everybody who solved our puzzle, which is everybody in the universe, apparently. And stay tuned because we have a lot of really fun stuff planned for the rest of this season. The Alien Adventure Stuff in Casper is a Gen Z Kids production, written and produced by Jonathan Messenger, edited and guided by Griffin Messenger, with special thanks to Maria Villanueva. Emerson Messenger is our intern. The music you hear at the beginning and end of every show is by Mark Greenberg, recently voted the nicest human in the multiverse. Our cover art is by Sir Ian Dingman. And for more information about the show, go to fincaspi.com, check out the show notes, and for more podcasts for your family, go to bestrobotever.com. All right, thanks, everybody, and we will see you next week. Oh, it's stars. I get it. Hi, it's me, Jess. This is a message for all the Six Minutes podcast fans out there. Have you heard? 
there are new episodes in the Six Minutes feed called The Ivan Dispatch. I won't go into details, but Ivan found something. A box containing audio cassettes recorded decades ago, and it looks like they were recorded by Cyrus. If you're a fan and you're not following the show, you may have missed out. Search for Six Minutes and click the follow button so you never miss an episode. And if you haven't heard Six Minutes yet, what are you waiting for? Search for Six Minutes, start a season one, episode one, and enjoy the most downloaded family audio drama in history. Hey, parents and teachers, have you heard about gzmclassroom.com? It's a website where teachers can get companion resources for everyone's favorite GZM shows. Six Minutes, Mars Patel, Podcast Title Pending, Seis Minutos, The Res, Becoming Mother Nature, Iowa Chapman and the Last Dog, Treasure Island 2020, The Hollow, Young Ben Franklin, and The Big Fib all have companion resources for additional critical thinking, listening comprehension, and ultimately creativity. We made them just for you. And oh yeah, they're free. Free! The people on Facebook didn't believe us, but they are F-R-E-E free. Head to gzmclassroom.com and get yours today.